0: What's new? How is the world I'm Ed Peters, and I welcome you to What's New. We continue today in Acts chapter 27, moving on to verses 4 through 17. Paul is finally on his way to Rome, traveling by ship, along with some other prisoners, under the care of Julius, a centurion who belonged to the Imperial Regiment. On our previous study, we saw that they had reached Sidon. Now we pick up our reading with verse 4, and Luke continues. Putting to sea from there, we encountered headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course. So we sailed north of Cyprus between the island and the mainland, and passed along the coast of the province of Cilicia and Pamphylia, landing at Myra in the province of Lycia. Then our officer found an Egyptian ship from Alexandra bound for Italy and put us aboard. We had several days of rough sailing and finally neared Nidus, but the wind had become too strong, so we ran across to Crete, passing the port of Selmon, Beating into the wind with great difficulty and moving slowly along the southern coast we arrived at Fair Havens near the city of La Sea. There we stayed for several days. The weather was becoming dangerous for long voyages by then because it was late in the year, and Paul spoke to the ship's officers about it. Sirs, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on, perhaps shipwreck, loss of cargo, injuries, and death. But the officers in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. And since Fair Havens was an exposed harbor, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew advised moving on further up the coast to Phoenix in order to winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only a northwest and southwest exposure. Just then, a light wind began blowing from the south, and it looked like a perfect day for the trip. So we pulled up anchor and sailed along close to the shore. But shortly afterwards, the weather changed abruptly, and a heavy wind of typhoon strength, a northeaster they called it, caught the ship and blew it out to sea. They tried at first to face back to the shore but couldn't, so they gave up and let the ship run before the gale. We finally sailed behind a small island named Clauta, where with great difficulty we hoisted aboard the lifeboat that was being towed behind us, and then banded the ship with ropes to strengthen the hull. The sailors were afraid of being driven across to the quicksand of the African coast, so they lowered the topsail, and thus we were driven before the wind. Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder.
1: At last, Paul is on his way to Rome to be tried before the emperor. After spending two years in confinement in Herod's palace in Caesarea and having been found innocent of any crime deserving death or any punishment, Festus is ready to take him to Rome. He could have been freed. Agrippa himself said this man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. So Paul, with Luke, Aristarchus, and other prisoners, board a ship and sail north. Their first stop is the port city of Sidon, just above Tyre. From Sidon, the ship sailed north and west, staying east of the island of Cyprus because of the winds, which at that time of the year came out of the west. Had they taken the much shorter route to the south and west of Cyprus, the winds would have blown them east and into the island. So they sailed north around the island on the east, then turned west and skirted the Asia Minor coast. They sailed past Cilicia and Pamphylia, finally landing at Myra in Lycia, a mountainous province in southwest Asia Minor. The city of Myra, now called Dembri, was located on a hill two miles from the harbor. To the west nearby was Patara, where Paul landed on his way home during his third missionary journey. Myra gradually outstripped Patara in importance, and it became the major gateway to the eastern Mediterranean. According to custom, it was here that the sailors paid homage to an unknown god, possibly Poseidon, which later, when Christianity spread, was changed to St. Nicholas, a bishop and patron saint of sailors. According to tradition, St. Nicholas is buried in a church on the road between Myra and its port. That's a sad commentary on early Christianity, to encourage the worship of saints who were only people. Good though they might have been, man is not to worship man. They were no better off worshiping St. Nicholas than if they had continued to pay homage to Poseidon. The ruins of Myra, or Dembri, its modern name, are among the most impressive in that part of Asia Minor. Around the city are rock-cut tombs with bas-reliefs and inscriptions. A huge theater was found with beautiful decorations particularly well preserved. These all attest to the wealth and importance of Myra. Here Paul landed a chain ships. Myra was a natural port for grain ships traveling from Egypt to Rome. It was here at Myra that the centurion Julius arranged for Paul, the other prisoners and the soldiers, to board an Alexandrian grain ship bound for Italy. The port of Myra a few miles away was called Andriachi. It was one of the chief ports of the imperial grain service. It was here that the grain ship from Egypt stopped. Rome imported its grain mainly from Egypt. Egypt was the breadbasket of that part of the ancient world. Such grain ships were the largest ships of that day. The centurion with the prisoners and soldiers boarded the grain ship bound for Italy. From here to Italy, these vessels could not take direct routes, but had to make use of the prevailing winds. Hugging the coast, their ship passed between the island of Rhodes and the mainland to the port city of Nidus, a trip which would normally have taken a day or so, 130 miles. Luke reports took many days. Nidus is on the tip of a 40-mile-long promontory jutting into the Aegean Sea at the very southwest tip of what is now Turkey. Nidus had two Excellent harbors. It was a well-planned city with sanctuaries and sculptures. The site was explored in the 19th century. A few ruins of the Temple of Aphrodite are still visible there. Sailing beyond the south tip of Nidus, a vessel would encounter the northeast winds coming down the Aegean. This is exactly what Paul's ship experienced. The wind forced them south. So they sailed past the eastern tip of the island of Crete and then turned west so the island would protect them from the north winds. With difficulty, they finally reached a port on the south coast of Crete called Fair Havens. Fair Havens, or Fair Harbors, was just an open bay. So the centurion, the captain, the owner of the ship, decided to try to make it to the port called Phoenix, evidently in the vicinity of the southwest corner of Crete. By this time, it was October. The danger season for sailing safely began in September. That's why Paul advised them to stay at Fair Havens for the winter. Paul's own words were, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. However, The captain, who was also the ship's owner, and the centurion favored finding a better place along the coast, such as Phoenix, to winter. So when a slow southerly wind blew, they set sail. No sooner had they left Fairhavens than the winds abruptly shifted and blew from the northeast. The ship was driven in a southerly direction by the gale winds, past the small island of Cada the captain was afraid that they would be driven onto the shallow quicksand shoals off the North African coast near Cyrene. Frantically, the sailors haul in the lifeboat and stretch ropes from stem to stern to keep the front and the back from breaking apart. I must stop here today and continue tomorrow. Stormy seas are often, in the Bible, pictures of life's struggles and difficulties. Through it all, Paul knew that the 276 people aboard would be safe. God had promised that. There is no storm, Paul knew, so fierce that God can't calm it, nor any mountain so high that God can't move it, nor any problem so big that God can't solve it. There is no problem
0: to be, God cannot solve it There is no mountain too
1: tall, He cannot move it There is no storm too dark, God cannot calm it No sorrow too deep He cannot soothe it If he carried the weight of the world Upon his shoulders I oh, know my sister carry you is will
0: carry you. what's news a radio production of creative encounters our mailing address is post office box 848 after california 93263 usa